Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. Coming at you live from the Copples Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Nathan Brennan. We are live on a Monday here on the Ticket Water Cooler. I'm Jake Bachman. He is Nathan Brennan, and we will be with you throughout the week, throughout the summer, throughout the year, throughout your life. Oh, maybe not that You're long. You're stuck with us. As long as they really, as long as they uh, keep us around. Back of your head, you'll we'll always hear me whispering Virginia Tech Hokies. <laughs> Gosh darn it, Nate! We're like thirty seconds into it. You're already, you're already uh, scaring away the the crowd that hates no, you talking about the Hokies. Oh, no, that's all right. I won't talk about the Hokies. We actually will be talking about America's favorite team, though, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Is that so America's favorite fun. team? Yeah. Also, but make sure you guys stick with me too. I'm a little bit nasally. My my allergies. I don't know about you, Buck. Mine have been horrible. Like I think it, what really gets me is the flip flopping weather because it was what 95 degrees last week. And then when I went to Stillwater, it was mid-50s and raining. So just that flip-flop, like, oh, my goodness, man. It's just like the sinus pressure. I just get terrible sinus headaches. Yeah. I'm just I'm like Scottie Pippen in the finals, except Scottie Pippen didn't play, and I'm playing. I'm here. Did he have uh, he had, uh, people allergies? Is that what Scottie's problem? I don't know. what. It was. No, he had a, a, a migraine. Oh, yeah. He had a migraine. I don't, have you ever had a migraine? Yeah. They are horrible. Rarely, but yeah, they can be. Yeah, They're I don't know really how bad. you do anything with uh, too bad of a migraine. I'm like I'm like Michael, or no, uh, yeah, Michael Jordan in the finals, too. It's my flu game. <laughs> I'm, giving, I'm giving the people the radio that they need. Ask DP about that flu game. He's got some behind-the-scenes <laughs> stories he? on that Was one. he there? Um, I, w- I don't want to put words in his mouth because I don't want to say the story wrong but yeah he's got a story about it you nice it's kind of cool i have to ask strick what he was doing then yeah yeah he might be uh, on to something because he would have been in the nba by then or no just right before yeah i think that did he play against before. michael jordan i yeah. can't remember yeah he did he did uh i just don't know if it was during the flu game because he got in there in 96 i'm to ask trying to figure when that. the 90 when the flu game might have been a few years before or whatever. i'm gonna have but, to ask about that also bipolar says i really hope nebraska fans show up to the big 10 tourney on wednesday to heckle purdue so they're forced <laughs> to play the that would be awesome i was talking to this about someone the other day i think it was saturday or so i can't remember all the days have just flown by i went to the pga championship too yeah you I, saw tiger woods i saw Ti- i was literally right behind tiger woods it was a crazy week i was i went to every game for nebraska softball unfortunately their season came to an end they lost to north texas saturday night so that came to an end but saturday morning it felt like i had 3 days in one i went to the pga championship went to nebraska's first game where they lost to oklahoma state a little bit of a break then went to their second game against north texas and then went to chili's it was awesome <laughs> So it was like three days in one. It was great. But now it's just like a blur, and I'm still trying to get back into the swing of things. But um, so, yeah, I, I but I was talking to someone, and th- what happened to Nebraska baseball just is a perfect example of what the Big Ten has become. They, I, they just can't get out of their own way. The same thing happened. The best example that I can think of is during COVID when they said, but before the season even started, because they were delayed more than the SEC, ACC, because they said they weren't going to play. Then they decided they were going to play. So they created that nonsense and that mess. Yeah. And then their rules, their stipulations were you had to play six games to be able to be eligible to play in the Big Ten championship game. 
Ohio State only plays five, obviously, because some games are canceled because of COVID, as yeah. was throughout the entire the season. You wipe away the rule, and then Indiana's screwed, and now Indiana's terrible. And I feel so bad for a school like that, too, especially now we'll get into this, Bach. Looks like the Big Ten is going to be getting rid of their conferences. Their division. Their yeah. division, excuse me. They're going to be getting rid of their divisions. And if that's the case... Is Indiana ever going to win a, a championship or even compete They're in the Big Ten They're probably better off without the Big Ten East. <laughs> probably Van, so. Well, holding them down. Even in general, even when they were still in the Big Ten East, Indiana's not going to go to the Big Ten championship of football. In basketball, sure, that's that should almost be an expectation. I know yeah. it hasn't been recently, but historically, you've been competitive in the Big Ten. And you've won the Big Ten. Mike Woodson's got. I mean, they're going to be the favorites they, going into yeah, next year. I think. I think they'll they'll be much better, especially they got that really good recruit. Yeah. Um, I think he's from Indiana actually. And Trace Jackson Davis, Trace Jackson Davis, correct. Xavier Johnson, I believe. So, but they got some guys. But when you look about football, there is almost no chance that they're going to be competing for a Big Ten championship. And the Big Ten doing what the Big Ten does. Changes up the rules. If I were the Big Ten, I would I would make Purdue play. I don't know if I would make them play Nebraska. I don't know if I would make them reschedule that game. I don't know what I would do. But the fact that Purdue got out of that by using a weather delay, yeah. when they had time that they could have played, Purdue knew exactly what they were doing. And you cannot convince me otherwise. Yeah, but, I mean, it's tough to say. And it maybe looks like, uh, you know, obviously as a Nebraska fan, you're pretty upset. Um, the... What happened for baseball over the weekend is Maryland and Purdue weren't going to benefit at all from playing. Um, so it's almost better if the game gets forfeited. Right. So they didn't really plan for weather, which was impending. They knew it was coming, which basically was going to forfeit, not forfeit, but uh, uh, take out one of their games. And then so Nebraska doesn't get a chance to, to get into the top eight and go to Omaha, which is frustrating. But I think most people kind of see it as, yeah, well, you really shouldn't be in that situation if you're Nebraska baseball. So I don't think you feel too bad for them. I mean, I, um, but I, it is, as like you're saying, you're looking at it from the big Ten office point of view, exactly where it isn't. Not, I mean, it is something that you should probably look at if you're trying to keep things competitively equal, right? And you know, maybe it's because it's baseball. You just go, ah, whatever. Which is, but garbage. I mean, they could also just hide behind the fact that they, you know, that they their scheduled time, the weather didn't allow. Here, so. here's my my issue though that I have with it, and I see both sides. Nebraska, especially when you went into the season saying you wanted to host a region, you wanted to win the Big Ten again. I understand that you didn't live up to expectations. You went into this weekend and you had to win two games to put your to give yourself even a chance. Nebraska did that. And I know they did not have the season that everyone wanted and that everyone expected. I get that. But at the end of the day, Nebraska baseball competed day in and day out. These kids did not give up on the season, and when push came to shove, they were still putting in an effort. It was not like they had given up on the season. They had just hung up the cleats and just given up. They were put in the position where if you win two games, you have a possibility of making the tournament. They did that. And Purdue decided, and I don't know if it's a Big Ten issue, I don't know if it's a Purdue issue, but you said that we have no reason to benefit from this, so we're not going to play. There's something wrong with that. I don't care if Nebraska put themselves in that position or not. They did what they had to do, and you have 19- and 20-year-old kids that are still competing. What about the kids? What about the kids? <laughs> but seriously, I mean, Nebraska's a young team, and they went into that last weekend series and did what they had to do to give themselves a chance. It is ridiculous what the Big Ten has allowed to happen. And I know you keep saying, oh, the Big Ten doesn't care about baseball. I don't care. You're a Power Five conference. Like, this isn't the SWAC, okay? Like, this is Big Ten. Like, this is the Big Ten. 
we need to be better than this. It's it's honestly ridiculous. And I and I do feel bad for Nebraska. And I understand the argument they shouldn't be here. And you're probably rightfully so. Yeah. But those kids did what they had to do to give themselves a chance. They did what they had to do. And now they're the odd man out, which, again, you put yourself in that ca- situation. It's kind of like when you're playing a, a game, you know, you don't want to let the refs determine a game. Don't, you know, don't leave it to where the refs. Can, right. can win the game, right? If you think you have to beat a team, if you think the refs are helping them, you got to beat them by 10. But they did, but that's the thing. Same it's, scenario here. If you think weather right. might end up coming into play, which it does but, late in the season. And my defense, though, is that they, they didn't the necessarily. Because they, again, you had to win that game on Sunday, and they did. So you, you gave yourself an opportunity, and Purdue decided that they weren't going to play. That's the issue that I have with that. If Purdue would have won, but it okay, could have been Purdue you did and that Maryland yourself. didn't have anything to gain from it. But Nebraska changed up their schedule multiple times when there are weather delays. I mean, this is just right. they copped out, and well, I they, think yes, there's they didn't have anything to gain from it. So exactly. Why, why? No, I understand if the Big Ten is going to let you do that in your Purdue, take advantage of that. But that's a Big Ten issue. Under no circumstance should you allow that to happen. That is ridiculous. You think the conference should come in and tell you you have to move your game ahead? Um, I mean, I, I I could see that that standpoint. It's just you know, I, I to me they should have made them. Play. They've already got it um, kind of scheduled, and then you know at that time they can't play. Uh, I don't know if the conference should come in and make you move it forward because weather's tough to predict to begin with, right? I mean, weather um, can even if you predict that it's going to be bad at that time, maybe it's not. So I mean, that's you could have postponed that's a tough it. One. You could have postponed it, and you could have played it another day. But Purdue knew that they had no benefit of doing that, especially when you find out that Nebraska won. You have no reason to play that. Yeah, like you. It, it. I just think that it is wrong that the Big Ten allowed that to happen. Because it is, it is not in the best interest of the kids. And I know I, you hate when I say that, Bach, but these are kids, and they did not give up on the season. You should not have been in this position. You had your head coach before, and this is the issue that I have with the entire reason with baseball, is that Will Bolt went into the season saying we want to host a region. You lost a lot last season, and you knew going in your team was not going to be as good. Well, and you cannot put those type of expectations on. He's the kids. trying to move the 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 goals forward. What do you? I mean, and I get if that. after you've won the Big Ten championship, that's kind of the next that's natural. But the thing is, like, it's not like this team has arrived. It's not like they're just yeah. every year just they expect season more in than and this. season out. Yeah, they expected more of this. But it's not. Let's not act like we're Ohio State in football. And season in and season out, we're crushing everybody, and our goal is to win a national championship. Like we, Nebraska wins the Big Ten one year, and now we're saying we want to host a region. Let's build a program first. Let's get things rolling before we start doing something like that. I just don't hold like early season press conference motivational goals or whatever against the team. Obviously, as the season played out, it became. You know, they became aware that that was not going to happen. They right. just, they had to, you know, they just, they had a lot of things to deal with today, this year on the pitching staff. They and, did. Um, you know, just uh, unfortunate, like uh, people are saying the lack of clutch factor, but, and that's not necessarily, I don't know if that's fair, but it, I mean, it did pop up several times, right? Um, but also, almost everything was down, like hitting, mm-hmm. pitching, you know, so everything, and again, fielding. They, they put themselves in that position. I'm with you on that. If you really wanted to make sure that you were solidified into the tournament, win more games. I get that. But you did what you – you were given the circumstances before the weekend started when you were playing Michigan State. And you had it right in front of you, and it was if you win X amount of games, you're giving yourself a chance. And that's what they did. That's what, that's what rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Is that you did what you had to do. 
It's kind of funny how people have like different feelings toward it, obviously, because like, I mean, the was it the Minnesota series that they had um, against the last ranked team? I believe it was Minnesota I think um, it was in Minnesota. the Big Ten and they didn't win that series. That's when a lot of people kind of um, would say that they gave up uh, their best chance, obviously, to make any ground uh, in the Big Ten. So, that, you know, a lot of people saw that as like, OK, that's kind of the writing on the wall. But, these, you know, the, the chance extended um, into this weekend and uh you know, so I just think it's kind of it's, it's interesting how different people look at it because the other thing is they're under 500. So yeah. I guess for me, but I don't so feel Purdue. too bad for. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't feel I, about the whole system, like the whole setup. Right. I don't feel too bad if a team under 500 doesn't make any postseason. That's, right. You know, and I and I think the reason that we're making this such a discussion, too, is because it's in Omaha. Right. If, if it yeah. wasn't in Omaha, I don't think people would be as upset about this. But especially if you're the Big Ten. You probably want Nebraska in well, that's, this tournament, and that's right? interesting part because that would benefit the Big Ten to have Absolutely. And that's what kind of confused me so much, and I think that's why Husker fans are so upset, is because, yes, you're not going to be making the postseason. You're probably not even going to win a tournament game in the Big Ten tournament. Like you, you would be faced up against Maryland, the number one seed, and you're probably going to lose. I, I get all of that. But at the end of the day, it's still it, it's in your own backyard. It's in Omaha. Yeah, like, if you want a crowd, want you want more, more interest. Absolutely. And it helps Husker fans Nebraska would there. go. Yeah. Even if you are the last seed, Husker fans would go. And it's interesting. Koi and Luke says Maryland wasn't going to play any of their stars anyways. They didn't want Nebraska to have home field advantage. So it was beneficial for them to have Purdue in. There's probably some type of truth to that. Again, I just – something like this, I think the Big Ten needs to step in and say this is not okay. But I think the Big Ten, many, many times, we see they do not make the right decisions. And yeah. I don't know if it's a Big Ten thing, if it's an NCAA thing, because it's across the board. Look, I don't think the NCAA has the students' best interest in mind, the, the student-athletes. Yeah, you they can clearly have, don't have everything in order yeah, either. You can have your own opinions on that, but right. I don't think it's always the best interest of their student-athletes. And I don't think this situation was either. I really don't. I think I think there's something seriously wrong with letting them go without playing that last game because you knew you knew what was going to come from it. You knew if Nebraska hadn't played their game yet, uh, sure, maybe that's a different discussion. Nebraska had already won. Like it was the writing was mm -hmm. on the wall. If Purdue loses this game, Nebraska's in. The writing was on the wall, and then you let this happen. That's the issue that I have with it. How about domes? How about domed baseball stadiums in the Big Ten? Let's go from the Big Ten not caring <laughs> to building huge domes. Everyone gets Kevin a dome. Warren. You try. Yeah, you've got to. You've got to stamp it. Say this has got to happen. Uh, so that, that yeah, it, it it is. I'm I'm generally seriously more than anything interested in Husker fans' reaction to it because you know a lot of the diehards are kind of taking the position that you're taking, uh, and then there's a lot of others. You know, I don't I don't call people that have a different opinion not a diehard. There's probably plenty of diehards too that go, eh, you just don't put yourself in that position. So. Which I get, uh, yeah. I, and there's definitely some truth to that, but these kids didn't give up. Yeah, as as horrible and as terrible as the season went, they went into that that last weekend and they competed and they gave themselves a shot. And I think there's something to be said for that. There is, especially as much criticism because they've gotten a lot of criticism this year. Yeah, and and somewhat rightfully so. But till the last game, they competed to put themselves in a spot. To and win. that's interesting, too, because nobody and that's why, you know, as we move in from this year to the next year in the men's calendar sports, um, football, ba baseball, basketball is one of the worst years ever at Nebraska, especially in modern history. Yeah. And one thing that's interesting there is that they all, as far as what you're saying, is, is played till the end. They have. 
you know, gave it the effort. And so nobody lost their team. Um, and that's why, you know, you're going to see everybody back for another year. Fortunately for Will Bolt, I don't think he's going to have to do the uh, lower his buyout and uh, take his contract down. <laughs> Probably not. It's not that disastrous after a, a big uh, 10 championship last year. Um, but uh, it was uh, it was a rough one for Husker that's a, I mean, that's a good point, though, Bach, because even we saw basketball. Basketball went till the very end. Basketball yeah. beat Wisconsin. Yeah, they, they, they got hot late. <laughs> and Nebraska <laughs> was favored against Iowa in the last game of the season and had probably the best atmosphere that weekend in college football. So they competed to the very end. And I think, look. Michigan's still the best atmosphere. <laughs> Every time you maybe say that. So, I know. I know you always bring it Michigan. But I like to say it. That was great. I like to say it was Nebraska yeah. because it was just fun. The weather the weather was awesome. Normally when the weather is just terrible on that Black Friday, the weather was awesome. Like, oh, yeah. It's so exciting. But – there's something to be said for that because I think Nebraska fans, somewhat, sometimes rightfully so, are very critical of the student athletes that come here. There's high expectations. And these student athletes take it on and they compete to the very end. And they did. And I think baseball did the same thing. And that's, that's what sucks the most is that you're not, they did what they had to do and you're not even giving them the opportunity. That's what sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Either way, you, you kind of come down on the issue. Either way, um, you know, you feel. I think that ultimately, you still wish that they had the opportunity, right? Absolutely. And, and if you feel good about yeah. them, at least you know going all the way, because there is there is something to be said about that. I mean, if you lose your team, you're out. I mean, it's pretty much right. there's you know what are you gonna do? Because after your team's disinterested Just or moving up. on, and yeah. um, you know, probably looking to transfer after that. And so we we didn't see that with any of the major sports. Maybe a, a small, uh, a small victory there in a year uh, void of too many terribly, victories. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm I'm kind of interested out of out of the three sports: football, bas- baseball, basketball. Who do you think's uh, Who do you think's redeeming themselves the quickest? You know what I'm going to say. Not necessarily the quickest because they all play at different. You times, know what I'm going to. You know. You know what I'm going to say to that. Oh, you're a big football guy. Uh, football. I, I've bought him. <laughs> I, I'm I'm mad at myself. I was going to bring you a gift and I completely forgot. Oh, what was it? It was going to be a little Kool-Aid packet. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it next segment. We'll get some um, more Kool-Aid going. No, we'll definitely. And I want to. Is Chris. Hey, Nick did. I think he said Chris is on the line. Do you wanna, is he still on the line? Yes. Chris. Chris, Chris are you there? I'm here. Oh, oh there he is. Yeah, Chris. Uh, I'm here. Welcome. Yeah, I got a question. I, I'm confused about the tiebreaker in uh, baseball, uh, Big Ten baseball, because Northwestern and Nebraska have the same record in conference play, didn't play each other. But Northwestern has a much better non-con record. So, what is the tiebreaker? And do we act? Would we actually have made it if if Maryland had beaten them again, or, or would it have been Northwestern instead of us? Yeah, thanks for the call. Yeah, thanks Chris. for the call. I'm from my understanding. Um, people that are within the program for baseball, it made it sound like. Purdue would have been the odd man out in this situation. It was between Nebraska and Purdue. So Purdue would have ended up losing to Maryland. Then Nebraska would have been the team to jump and then make that step. And I'm pretty sure um, maybe we can get Nick in here. I think that he might know a little bit more on this. I think that Northwestern, because of the non-con, was in no matter what. Nick, I'm asking you. So we had the way that it is. Is this Chris's call? Yeah. Yeah. So I I was confused on that, too. So it's interesting with... I was telling him how um, on the phone, just to kind of preface the whole situation, that heading into the weekend, there were there were a couple scenarios that Nebraska could get in. Basically, the easiest one that everybody talked about was Nebraska needed to either, there were two options, Nebraska needed to sweep Michigan State and have Purdue lose two of their three, 
or Nebraska needed to win two of their three. Which they did. And have Purdue get swept. Also, Maryland was going to throw their ace on Saturday. Hmm. So that's an interesting part as well. So Maryland was going to throw their ace. So it's not like they were just folding in the towel. Why would Maryland throw their ace? That's up? just how they were. I, I looked at it. I even, I even asked Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald about it, too. So it would have ended up being. So I'm right in saying that Purdue was the odd man out. Yes. Because so it was between the Because Northwestern was in no matter what. Yeah. So I, it, it, and Indiana is the eight seed. Right. And Purdue is the seven seed because Purdue has to play Rutgers on Wednesday. Um, so it's kind of interesting how the whole thing ended up because then it was like Indiana was in there. Um, as the eight seed, so I don't, I don't even know if Nebraska was playing for like the eight seed or the seven. Like, I, but they were playing so for weird. eligibility. They were exactly, to get exactly, in. and and like I'm, I'm in the camp of like Nebraska. There's no way Nebraska should have even been in that situation where we needed to go into the weekend of heading, you know, being. But like, they did what they had to but do. They, they did what they had to do. Um, and, and what was so interesting about it? Now, I'll, I'll be honest. Like up until this morning, I was doing more research this morning, talking to Mark a little bit about it as well. What frustrated me the most is because I during when I was on the like vacation or whatever, like I had saw, seen the whole thing of, um, like how I got distracted. There's candy. Um, I, I had seen the whole thing about how Purdue wasn't playing because of rain or whatever, and I thought, okay, yeah, they must just not have played because of rain. And then Mark was telling me that for a two-hour window, there was when a the window. game yes. was supposed to be played. That they didn't play. Correct. That's when it when it crosses the line. Like, okay, hold on. Now. They did that. Like, it was very. It, it was very intentional. Yeah. So that that was kind of interesting. Um. And and then I saw earlier this week that it was like, oh, we have we have a couple callers. Then I saw yeah. this week that it was like, um, Illinois and Penn State played at nine a.m. Over the weekend. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm like, so they could have moved you it up. You could have easily moved. They could have moved yeah. it up. So Nebraska moved their schedule around throughout exactly. this season. But like, it's not it's been beneficial done. for them to even play. But Exactly. But I'm not blaming. I think it's more of a Big Ten issue well, that you have to make Purdue play this game. Because Purdue, yeah, Purdue doesn't want to play. So, what's, Why would so what's so bad about it? Sorry if you can hear Mark in the background. Um, what's so frustrating is that this weekend just shows once again how little the Big Ten Conference cares Bingo. about football. Or, excuse me, it cares about baseball. They don't care. They do. They do not care at all. And so that's what's that's what's the most frustrating part about this whole thing. And there's been a couple times I brought up the Indiana football example where the Big Ten just does some very no. head scratcher moves, some very questionable decisions. Well, Purdue, yeah. So Purdue ended up playing 21 conference games. Yeah. <laughs> so that's quite that's quite interesting compared to everybody else's 24, except for Maryland, exactly. who of course played 23. Um, and it would have been down to winning percentage. Yeah, Bach, you want to take this call? Ohio State t- played twenty-two. So I mean, that's kind of baseball. Oh, too, shocker! But... Ohio State's not playing enough saying, games. Who would not... have, I wouldn't have guessed that. What one. I'm so saying on, is not everybody. He's, he's on the phone with Mark still. Yeah. So. Okay. What I'm saying is not everybody played the same amount of of games to begin with. This wasn't the only canceled Big Ten game throughout the season. But I do agree too with that. Is that they probably could have at least tried to get five or six innings in. Yeah, it just shows once again, like the the Big Ten does not care about baseball. Um, we, we see it with other conferences where it's like they they want their teams to be represented well in the NCAA tournament, so they put them in positions and they give them opportunities to do so. Um, and the Big Ten just doesn't do that. They just don't care about ba- baseball. The ACC and, or and SEC then, never would have let that. And, happen. and then we're never si- exactly. And then we're sitting here. At the end of it, and we're having this conversation, number one. And number two, we're having a, a weird year this year where there's going to be two or three teams from the Big Ten 
in, in a season in a season that Nebraska should have been much better, Michigan should have been much better. Like this was supposed to be a good year yeah. for baseball. Mm-hmm. Rutgers came out of nowhere, won forty plus games. Maryland came out of nowhere, won forty plus games. Um, Iowa has thirty plus wins. Like if, if let's say if Iowa wins the Big Ten tournament, which there's a there's a significant opportunity. I mean, they face the six seed Penn State on Wednesday. If they win the Big Ten tournament. All three teams are in. They're not keeping out 40-win Maryland and 40-win no. Rutgers. And in a season that Nebraska should have been much better, Michigan is usually much better, especially with a coach like Eric Bakich, Um, and you have a coach like Will Bolt. This should have been a great opportunity for the Big Ten as a league to get some national respect. And when we look at Nebraska specifically, it was a great opportunity this season to get some national respect after last season. Michigan was just in the College World Series a couple years ago, like, the Big Ten just simply doesn't care. It's fra- also it's, it's sad. Bob and Lincoln says in Big Ten asked Purdue and Maryland to play doubleheader Friday, and they refused. Exactly. And, and granted, like I understand, it doesn't benefit any of them. Like, there's no reason for Maryland to play. There's no reason for Purdue. Like, I get there's that. still something wrong with but it. But there's though. there's something like yeah. moral, like more. And I understand it's like a business, and you want to win, and you want to play in in the postseason. But like morally. You feel kind of just still, crappy. Still kids. I mean, yeah. they're still kids, and I know Bach hates right. <laughs> yeah. They're nineteen and twenty they're year old kids. kids. They are just what kids. about the kids, Dusty? And I, I completely agree with Dusty. Here. He says it's crazy the Big Ten gets so much money with such crappy leadership across the board. It's not just in baseball. So, like, the Big so Ten leadership can definitely be questionable. What's really time. interesting, guys, um, and, and this I don't think this angle is getting looked at enough. This whole TV. I know this is going into a different conversation, but this whole TV deal is a lot more important than people are making it because Kevin Warren has screwed up a lot in his first couple years as commissioner of the Big Ten Conference. And and something that I've thought about, and maybe I'm completely missing something because nobody else is talking about this, so maybe I'm just way off in left field on this. But I'm sitting back like thinking, Kevin Warren, could his legacy could be screwed by this TV deal. This TV or, deals looks going to be pretty brilliant. good. It's, it is. It is. Slash but I'm saying this deal, is, that's why. That's why it's huge. This TV mm-hmm. deal is a huge deal for the the conference, and it's a big um, situation that they're in because he's screwed up a lot in his time as as a commissioner. He's shown that he does not care about. I mean, obviously the Big Ten as a whole doesn't care about baseball. Don't care about some of the smaller sports like things like that. This gives him an opportunity. Like this, this TV deal is a huge part in his legacy. We're going to be looking back here in nine or in seven years when we're thinking about negotiating our next TV deal and being like, "All right, did did Kevin Warren negotiate a good one? Was it a good choice to stick with Fox, or should we have went to Amazon? Should we have went to ESP? Like, like it's a big deal in in Kevin Warren's legacy. Well, it could it could but it could from shift. a money from a money standpoint, it's looking like it's going to be the biggest thing ever. It could shift the cord cutting industry because that's exactly. it's basically what they're they're living off of right now is live sports. Exactly. If Live sports goes over to streaming more so than and that's cable. the thing. So it's like if if live sports and e- let's say like down the road ESPN strikes a deal with Amazon where they can cont- like they they join forces or whatever and they go strictly to streaming. If the Big Ten stuck on Fox, they're screwed. Like it, like this is a big deal that not a lot of people are talking about. Like with COVID, Kevin Warren looked like a fool. The Big yeah. Ten looked like an idiot. And people like yeah, we've maybe forgotten about it. How about until the Pac-12? I haven't forgotten, <laughs> but like you, the Pac-12 was just doing whatever. <laughs> yeah, the Big that's Ten true. That is well, true. The problem with the Pac-12, <laughs> the Pac-12 though, football-wise, especially recently, it didn't really matter. 
the Big Ten had a team that ultimately went to the national yeah. championship oh, in yeah. Ohio State. Like you have much larger yeah, implications no, past just the Big Ten. I'm just saying Big it was funny because the Big Ten tried to get out in front of it and say, "Yeah, we're going to cancel the season. This and, is the thing which to do." Which was so dumb because, like, you really think the SEC was going to cancel no, football? No, Come man. on, like, and, and let's have some common what's, sense what's here. What's so wild, like? And this all comes, and it makes it makes Kevin Warren look a lot worse because it comes after a run of Jim Delaney, where the yeah. Big Ten Network was was be, like was started, and it was a good thing because like it, like Jim oh, Delaney, Rutgers there was and Maryland stuff. like the best additions. Well, uh, no, like, like, like TV sets. What do you say about the birthplace of college football, Bob? <laughs> and but now no, look like, at him no, running the Big like, Ten baseball. This this, this uh, <laughs> like this season for baseball. You look back, and like at the beginning of the season, nobody expected Rutgers and Maryland to have forty plus wins. Nobody expected like everybody expected Michigan and Nebraska to be there. But this this TV deal is a big thing in in Kevin Warren's legacy. But Te- that's a whole other discussion. Texter says go to the Big Ten tournament just to boo Purdue. Hey, that's going to happen. We're, I'm going. I kind of feel bad for going? Purdue. I, is that got, Wednesday? We, we got credentials. That we're Wednesday? going. <laughs> Wednesday, yeah, we're, we're going. going. You're done, Purdue. You already got, you pre-got <laughs> credentials just in case. Because I thought Nebraska was going to win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, well, they, they and they did. And they did. And they did. That's the worst part. They got screwed. All right, let's take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler. When we come back, uh, like we said, it looks like the Big Ten West is dead. So that's no good. And Nebraska's path to conference championship is about to get far more difficult. We'll talk about some of the options there. The good news is Nebraska is flexing their muscle in the transfer portal. So we'll bring that back as well. That's coming up next year on the Take a Water Cooler.